0: And how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: We're burning. He's burning over us. Burning for us. Amen. It wasn't that beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to go on into the Word now. If you want to be seated, we're going to continue in this state of worship and hear what God's saying to us today hallelujah thank you Jesus y'all may be seated Uh, so you can play yeah thank you Jesus is it a little cold in here that's a little chilly in here thank you Jesus so there was so much released in the conference and I know it's going to all be released throughout the year and, uh, but there was one particular word that stood out to me, and it's supernatural eyesight. So we're going to talk about supernatural eyesight today. We, we already know it's a year of perfect vision. It's the year of 2020, a perfect eyesight. So what does that mean? It means you have perfect eyesight in the spirit perfect eyesight in the Spirit. So I'm going to talk about today, how do we do that? How do we, how do we see in the Spirit? Let's look at 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 15 and start there. Thank you, Jesus. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host come past the city, both with horses and chariots, and his servant said to him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with you are more than they that be with them. So I want to tell you today, there's more with you than, than is with them. Than anything in the natural, there's more with you in the spirit. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray you, open his eyes that he may see. Somebody say, open my eyes so I may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. So the he could see in the natural because he saw the enemies. But he couldn't see in the spirit, so he was afraid. But Elisha prayed, and that's my prayer today. We have some oil from Dr. Sorella. Monica been ushering for years, and she got some Some of his oil, and we're gonna rub it on your eyes today for supernatural eyesight. Super supernatural eyesight is where we understand, we see in the spirit and we have an understanding. The Bible says with with all our getting, get an understanding. And sometimes I used to think, Well, God, you say the mind is an enemy with you, so what am I trying to understand? Well, now I see what I'm trying to understand because I'm trying to understand what the Spirit's trying to relate to the earth. I'm trying to understand what I see in the Spirit, how to get it to relate to the earth. And that's what prophets do. They're seers, which means they see. And so they tell it in a way that the people can understand because let's look at Romans Uh, because the natural man does not understand the spiritual things of God. Romans 8, we'll start with verse 3. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent in his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. It's important for me to to show where he came. Jesus came and bought us with a price so we could see in the Spirit. Because sometimes we think, I'm not as spiritual as Pastor. I'm not as spiritual as uh, Pastor Robert. I, I can't pray like they do. I can't see. Yes, you can. Jesus Christ paid the price for you to be able to see. And for me to be able to see, Jesus paid the price. He took us out of the, he redeemed us from the curse of the law, which is the natural. He redeemed us from natural things. It's just our mind don't want to let go of the natural things. Our mind don't want to go, let go. It resists the spiritual things because we're a product of our environment. Because we're part of this world, so we're linked to the world. But Jesus Christ came for us to unlink ourselves to the world. He said, you're in the world, but you're not of the world. We're not, we're not normal people. Can y'all tell? We're, not, we're, not, we're peculiar people. We're, we're different because we have Holy Ghost on the inside of us, which leads us into all truth and shows us spiritual things because he knows the mind of God. Romans 8 says that he knows the mind of God. So I don't always know what to pray, but the Spirit prays through me. How do I get the Spirit to pray through me? I get into the presence of God. I get into worship, and I let the Spirit take over my natural mind. I let the Spirit take over my natural senses. There's five senses, smell, touch, hear. What's the other one? Huh? Yeah, Smell. But then taste, but then there's the spiritual sense. You know, they want to make movies about the sixth sense, but I have the sixth sense because I have the spiritual sense so I can see things before they happen. It doesn't have to just be a prophet that can see things before it happens because we're going to see the examples in the Bible where they saw things before they happened. But he said, that righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. So we have righteousness, and that's how we're going to see because we're in right standing with him. We're in fellowship with him. We're in communion with him. And when I talk to him, he talks to me, and he shows me things that he wants done on the earth because he said the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth belongs to men. So he's given us authority and dominion. And how are we going to take that if we don't see? If we don't see what God's trying to do on the earth, the reason that the earth is like it is because man didn't believe he was valuable enough to take his dominion because then the word it said they saw theirself as grasshoppers. They didn't see theirself in the eyes of God, which he calls us in the word little gods and people don't like to say it. I know I'm nothing like the God. But he calls us little gods. He gave us power and dominion. And you say, why does bad things happen? It's because man has to take his dominion. Man has to take his authority. Man has to rise up and see his value and quit letting men and women of the earth with a natural mind tell us who we are. I got to know who I am in Jesus Christ because nobody else might not want to tell you. But God says, I gave my son for you. He said to know who you are in me take your dominion quit sitting back and let the enemy have your life quit sitting back and letting the enemy make you hide quit sitting back and letting the enemy take your children Quit sitting back and let him take your destiny because we're a little insecure. What are we afraid of? What is man to us? Are they there in the midnight hour? Are they there when we need something from God? Are they there when, why do we care what they think? He said, don't look at their faces. He said, don't be dismayed at their faces. He said, fear not 365 times because he knew fear would be an issue. But God says, don't be afraid. He said, I've came to give my life to you, and now you have it, and now you have dominion over the elements of the earth because I am God, and I created the earth. I'm God, and I created the earth is what he says. Now you have the dominion over it. Hey, somebody say, I have dominion over the earth. I have dominion over my natural mind. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. They're higher than our ways. They're higher than our thoughts. Have you ever seen something in the spirit and told somebody and they brought it back to the natural? Why? Because they're afraid to lose control of the natural reality because they can see that. But faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by not what we see. We see it in the spirit. That's where faith is. And if I see it in the spirit, I can have it. But natural people always tell you a reason a miracle happened. I mean, my, my ear could get healed today, which it's healed, but my leg could get healed today, and somebody going to say, uh, it's, it, they're going to bring it to the natural. Why? Because it's pressing them to lose control, and they don't want to lose that control. But if we don't lose control of our mind, then we're not going to understand spiritual things. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, verse 5. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. So why do we stay in death? Why do I stay in my mind something that cannot help me? My mind is not going to help me. It's not going to pay my bills. I mean, we can go so far. But the enemy, he knows that it's all a spiritual battle. He knows what's happening in the physical is really something spiritual in our life. So if we can get into the spirit and we can see with supernatural eyesight, he said, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal mind is in enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither can it be. This mind can't never know the spiritual things. It cannot. It can have so much. Paul said he gave all that up just to know Christ. He said he gave all of that up, all that knowledge up and called it dung just so he could know Jesus Christ. So we're going to lay all of our uh, all the things we struggle for in our mind down today just so we can know Christ. Verse 8 says so then that They are in the flesh, cannot please God. And the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Faith does not come from the natural man. I cannot work up faith. He gave me a measure of faith, and how does it grow is I exercise it. How it grows is not that I I say words over and over and over, I'm I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. I mean, that's good. That, that is good. It's better than saying, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. But there's some things that don't change without prayer and fasting to go in there. And it don't always got to be fasting. But sometimes if it's not changed after 20 years, I might need to go a little deeper in God. And deep calls out to deep. Deep calls out to deep. And I'm going to connect my spirit with his spirit. And I'm going to see what he's trying to say about the situation. Somebody say, I'm going to see. And I'm going to quit being intimidated and thinking that I can't do it because I'm not spiritual enough. He already made you spiritual. You accepted Jesus. That's all God sees is the blood. He's not seeing everything you're doing wrong. He's seeing that you're righteous in him. He said you've got the shield of righteousness upon you. He said he became righteous for you. He said he bore all your sins and he took them to the cross so you can rise again into the spirit realm. And you can sit in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus and take dominion. And all things are under your feet far above you're far above all principalities all powers all spiritual wickedness in high places and the enemy's under your foot that's who you are and he don't want us to know that he don't want us to wake up to that he wants us to stay in our mind but somebody said i'm not gonna stay in my mind somebody said that church they done lost their mind well thank god thank god thank god Hey, because I would be dead if the saints wouldn't have went in the spirit and pulled me out of that two years ago. I was almost dead. My husband said I couldn't lift my arms. I couldn't talk. And the saints came up here and got in the spirit and said, we're not letting her go. and prayed me out of that. So how did they do it? The natural mind wasn't going to do it. Come patting me on the back wasn't going to do it. I was gone for hours. I didn't even, wasn't aware of anything. But God, but God, because the saints went into the spirit. See, a lot of people just want you to do a general worship. They, they don't like you zeroing in on something. They call that control. But we done learned that God wants to bring a breakthrough. He don't want to just stay surface with us. He wants to bring a breakthrough. He wants to be intimate enough with you That something changes in your life. He wants to be intimate intimate enough with me that I'm not the same. He said I'm changed from glory to glory. Where's the glory? It's out of my mind. We might have to name this out of my mind. Where's the glory? It's out of my mind. And then he's going to tell you what to do with your mind. He's going to tell you what to do in the natural. He's going to tell you what to do with your circumstance. He's going to tell you how to treat your children when they're not treating you nice. He's going to tell you how to pay your bills. Provisions coming. it comes in the spirit realm. It comes when I see it in the spirit, I can have it. Let's look at some some examples. Shondo. So we see that the natural mind resists the things of the spirit. Because we're of the world, so until Jesus bought us, we have to obey the world. If you don't believe it, then stand on the building and jump down. You're going to obey the world. Gravity's going to pull you to the ground. But Jesus came, and if he told you to get on the roof and you could fly, then you could. But you got to know what he said. we got to know what he said. So let's look at some of the natural. The mountains sit there, and they must obey. They must obey until God says, move. The water, you know, it's got boundaries, the ocean. Hundred-year-old men don't have babies, but it happened in the word of God. The water don't turn to blood, but it happened in the word of God. The sea don't split. We sink when we swim, but Peter walked on water. Walls over a city don't usually fall. The sun don't stand still, but Joshua said, stand still. Usually we're not safe in the lion's den or in the furnace. Oh, don't keep on uh, multiplying. This is all natural, see. But these things happen in the word of God. Because these men of God saw in the spirit. They heard the voice of the Lord. And they not only heard, but they obeyed. Ravens don't usually feed people. Gravity keeps pulling you to the center. You can say, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, but it's going to keep pulling us to the center. How? How do we have dominion over the elements of the earth? Because he, God Almighty, Pastor has been saying that all day, God Almighty is Lord over all. He created. Let's go to Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see his supremacy. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature, talking about Jesus? For by him were all things created. Oh, okay, he created the sun. He created the earth. I mean, we know that, but to bring it home that we have dominion over it too. For by him all things were created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible. Invisible. i got to see it in the spirit. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, that thing that has your husband bound, that thing that has your child bound, he said he has dominion over it, and he gave us all power. He gave us dominion. Principalities, powers, all things that were created by him and for him. Does it sound like that they rule over him? Uh Uh-uh. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn of the dead, that in all things might have the preeminence. So that proves right there God is the ruler of the universe. But God wants you to know that you're the rulers of the earth because he said he gave earth to man. He gave earth to man. He wants you to know in Genesis where he said, I gave you dominion. I gave you dominion. Why aren't the animals coming to kill us? Because we have dominion. We have dominion over the animals. We have dominion over the plants. That's why we rule over the, the plants. He told man in Genesis, he told Adam, he said, go and tend the garden. Well, the earth is the garden for you and me, and it's the same principle. He wants us to tend it. He wants us, You can sit right here and pray over nations. You can sit right here and cause um, someone to have an experience with God in Ghana. You can sit right here and your spirit man pray because there's no boundaries with God. There's no limits. There's no holding us down like the world tries to do, like people try to do when they speak negative. And they do that because they're insecure. They do it because... They don't want you to rise up uh, more than them. So they try to make you think you're nothing. But God says you're worth dying for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, has any of these people talking about you? Not in here. We don't do that. Has anybody that's been talking about you been willing to die for you? So I believe he has the supremacy. I believe he's the, the one that I need to answer to. So how do we... How do we get to see the spiritual things? How do we know them? We know them through relationship. Let's look at 1 Samuel 13, 14. I may be a little longer than I usually am because this message is kind of deep, but 1 Samuel 13, but I will stop when the Holy Spirit says. <laughs> Let me find 1 Samuel. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I don't think I marked it. I'm okay though. First Samuel 13, 14, David has a heart for God. He played music. How did he how did he see in the spirit that he could kill a giant? How did he see that? He had a heart after God. He played music. He meditated on God and he prayed. It didn't matter what kind of weapons came against him. It didn't matter when they started coming towards him, and he'd say, you uncircumcised Philistine, who are you? Who are you coming against the living God? How can he do that? Because of relationship. John chapter 15 says to abide. And when you abide in him, he abides in you. You can ask anything you want, and it's going to happen for you. When you abide, you're going to see mysteries. You're going to see treasures. You're going to have power doesn't travel in words. It travels in relationship, Paul said, I don't come with you with enticing words, I come with you with a demonstration of the power of God. You know an eagle eye can see can be ten stories high and see an ant on the ground. so somebody said, I need an eagle's eye. that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna get today. I remember Pastor Pence prayed for me that year. I didn't get to go to the conference and She came by and anointed my eyes with i and I didn't understand, but this is what it was for, supernatural eyesight, which is discernment. It's a byproduct of discernment. Uh, Discernment is a byproduct of supernatural eyesight, incredible eyesight. What we see in the spirit and speak manifests in the natural. Somebody say that. What I see in the spirit and speak will manifest in the natural. Moses saw the tabernacle, and it was a shadow. He said, said, God said, build it like heaven. Well, how did he know what it looked like in heaven? How did he know how to build it? He saw it in the spirit. He was so close to God, he saw it in the spirit. He saw the ark, which represents God's throne. The priests were, were clothed like angels, representing how angels dress. The ritual washing represents the blood, washing us, cleansing us. All these things that Moses set up for the tabernacle, God had shown him in the spirit. It didn't come out of his mind. He had, he had to be intimate enough to know what to tell Pharaoh. Can you imagine having to face Pharaoh saying, Let my people go? Well, hey, the sons of Sceva I know, but who are you? (laughs) Paul I know. Jesus I know. Who are you? That's what the enemy's going to say unless we have this intimate time with Jesus Christ. And each one of us can have it, it's not hard. If you don't know how to do it, put some worship music on. He said to come before me with singing. Enter my gates with thanksgiving and my courts with praise. Just come before him and start praising his name. And pretty soon you'll feel something connect. Your spirit man will connect to him and then you'll start praying by the spirit. And every prayer that the spirit prays will be answered. Every prayer Angie prays, I don't know, but that's why I wait on the spirit. That's why you see me wait before I get up here. That's why you see me wait in prayer because I'm waiting on the Spirit to pray through me because I know those prayers will be answered. Every prayer that the Spirit of God, when you're, when you're hurting, when you're sad, when you're longing for your relationships and you don't know how to fix them, you just connect to the Spirit. He said, those that worship me will worship me in spirit and in truth, not out of flesh. Don't try hard. He said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It's not hard. We try to make it hard. We try to impress people. We try to think, I got to have something for those people. No, all I got to do, prayer is simply talking to God. Prayer is simply talking to God and connect and let the Spirit of God connect. Because when you start talking to Him, He said, His ear attends to our cry. He is mindful of those. He said, I look all all across the land for somebody to make intercession, somebody to stand in the gap. I'm looking for that one. I'm looking for that one. I can't find too many of them, but I'm looking for them. I know I have some. I have some that want to know me. I have some that want to go past the flesh. I have some like the woman with the issue of blood that's going to press past the veil. I have some that's going to do what it takes to get to me. And that's all God will. Longs for his relationship. That's why he sent his son. He could have let us all die. He could have let us all go to hell. But he wanted a family. He wanted relationship. God, we just speak into relationships today. We we command these relationships with you to come forth, God. That when they leave here today, there's a deeper measure, God. They see there's another place they can go. Because supernatural eyesight makes you want to go deeper. When you see one thing, you say, oh, I saw that and it broke out of my life. Now I can go deeper. Now I can go further with God. Hey, kabah, Sakaba. See, I'm seeing in the spirit to come down here, but I don't know what's going to happen. Hey, 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 when I was in the hospital, I couldn't walk, but I saw myself walking. I saw myself walking. Doctor said, you're going to be here a while. I said, I'm getting out tomorrow. Yeah. Why did I say it? I'd been there six days. Why did I say it that day? It was on a Sunday. Y'all was probably praying, and I saw, saw something in the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit said, you're getting out tomorrow. Well, Monday, they tried to put all this law on me. you got to have some physical therapy. They're supposed to be here in a minute and all this stuff. And I'm thinking... I didn't know I could. What you mean I can't walk? I, I can walk. So I, Monday, you know, we had to, we had to see because you might have to fight the battle after you see it in the spirit. And, you, and you're trying to get it manifest in the natural. Jesus is trying to get it manifest in the natural. Then you may, you, you, some kind of resistance will come because the natural don't want you to do that. Don't want the supernatural manifested through the earth because he knows that's where miracles are at. He knows that's where healing's at. He knows that's where provision's at. He knows that's where salvation's at. So he may speak to you today to jump up and run around the church, and you may be the one somebody gets saved because you obey God. Because you obey God. Peter saw in the uh, supernatural to walk on water, but when he went back to his mind, he fell. See, the enemy, he'll try to stop you short too. Oh, that didn't work. I prayed that didn't work. If you will hang on what you saw in the light, when it gets dark, you hang on to what you see in the light. That's what the Word says. Don't let it go. I see. I see revival in this city. I see revival in this region. I see a movement in the men. I see a movement in the young adults. I see those are not just words. I see that. I see a black movement trying to happen in this community. And Pastor Pinson prophesied it, said she saw a black man with an afro sitting right by the sound. That's what she said. She said, I see it in here. And that came back to me when Prophet D. said, I might let my braids out and have an afro. (laughs) What happened? It manifested. That manifested because I had never let it go. So hang on to the words. Wage war with them. The prophecies, the things that you see when you're in your quiet time with God. Don't ever let it go because that's really the only thing that works. You can take that to the bank. You can take that to the bank. You don't have to uh, just uh, feel like, oh, it's going to happen. No, what's going to happen is what you bring from the heavenlies to the earth. What's going to happen, what you bring to the heavenlies... With your mouth, because this is the decade of the mouth. And he said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Amen. We're going to look up Isaiah real quick. I obeyed him, though. I come down here. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah 6, verse 1. We're going to pray in a minute. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going on on my Sunday. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with uh, verse six, Isaiah six, verse six, "Save time." Then flew one of the seraphims to me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar. And he laid it on my mouth and said, Lo, this has touched your lips, and your iniquity is taken away, and your sins are purged. How did that happen? Because he saw. Let's look at verse 5. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I'm a man of unclean lips. So if, you, if you're feeling guilty of what you're speaking, just repent. That's all. That's all he did. I'm a man of undone because I'm a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the king. What saw the king? His eyes. His eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then the live code came upon his mouth. And it touched him, and all iniquity was taken away, and he was purged. So God put something on our mouth today, put the fire on our mouth to cleanse it and purify it, because what we see, we have to say. What I see, I have to say. I can't just see it and not say it. I'm going to have to bring it to the earth, so it'll take over the natural. So to take over what's going on in the natural. Seeing, supernatural eyesight is giving you an understanding of what you're seeing. That's what understanding means. Give me an understanding of what I'm seeing. See, we build up our mind and want to know more. But he said, seeing gives me an understanding of what I'm seeing in the spirit. So if I never see anything in the spirit, I just see the natural. I just look at the natural. And the natural is going to do what it always does. If, if you've noticed, it's done what it's always done for thousands of years. It's, it's not going to change. The only thing that's going to change our circumstance is the spirit. It's the spirit. It's what we see in the spirit. Because he said the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is going to make me free. The spirit of life in Christ Jesus is going to make me free. Romans 8. My mind can't help me. So we, we have a lot of people that draw near to him with their mouth. But their spirit is far from in their heart. Their heart's far. So if our heart's far from him, we're not going to see spiritual things. I can't know you like that. I can't know you really know you? I don't know what Julie likes if I don't know her. How can I know what God likes if I don't know him? How can I know what he wants to do on the earth? Because we are his hands and mouth. We are his hands and mouth. He's already done everything. Some people sit in the dark and say, God, do this, do that. He's already done everything. So how do we apply what he did at the cross? By sending his son to save and heal and deliver us and provide for us. How do I apply that to my life? Well, circumstance hits me. Okay, God, what do you say about this? Saul, the Philistines were coming to get him because he didn't pray. The Bible says he admitted to Samuel, they're coming after me because I didn't seek the Lord. I didn't seek the Lord. So I can't judge God. So I can't get mad at God if something happens that I don't like because did I seek the Lord? Only time I can say, God, I don't understand, and then he's going to tell me why it happened is if I've sought the Lord. If I'm not seeking him, I can't question God. And religion likes to put it on God so they don't have to seek the Lord. Religion likes to put it on God when someone dies and God needed another flower, I believe he created the universe. He's got enough flowers. I believe he's got enough. I know there's a season to die and all of that, but I'm saying people put too much on God because they don't want to pay the price and get in his presence and seek his face because he said, When you seek me, you'll find me. And I'll show you I'll show you things. I'll show you mysteries. Exodus six, one through three says he told Moses, see what I'm going to do to your enemies. See it. You don't have to do anything. See it. They're going to be dead on the seashore. Pharaoh's going to be dead on the seashore because Moses sought the Lord. Moses knew how to get the Ten Commandments because he sought the Lord. Nobody else got them. How did this man get them? We think he was special or something? The Bible says that God is no respecter of person. Stephen, when he's getting flogged and beat, he saw the Lord. He lifted up his hands and they're beating and stoning him. He saw the Lord. He was high and lifted up on his throne, but he was there with Stephen. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I'll always be with you. I'll be with you in the night. I'll be with you in the day. He's with us all the time. He loves us. He loves us so much. That he wants us to be able to see. He wants us to have warning signs. He wants us to see things before they happen. And some things you can change and they won't happen if you pray. Some things that you dream about will not happen if you pray. God's giving you a warning because he trusts you that you see into the spiritual realm. And you're going to make something else happen in the natural because you have dominion. You have the power. You have the authority. The Bible says the sinner's eyes have scales on them. The God of this world has blinded their eyes, so we have to pray that the scales be off their eyes because there used to be one on my eyes. It was called a veil. There used to be a veil where I couldn't see in the spirit, but Jesus Christ came and rent the veil and tore the veil, veil down. So now I can be like Moses. I can go on in. Do you know he didn't have to do all the rituals? He was a friend of God. He saw God face to face. Moses didn't have to do the rituals. But the other ones did. They had to go through the priests. Why? Because Moses spent so much time with God that he knew him. He knew him like that. Somebody want to know him like that? I want to know him like that, that I can go on in to the Holy of Holies, and I won't feel condemned. I won't feel like I'm not worthy, that I'll know I'm worthy because the Word of God says, Come boldly to the throne of grace in your time of need. I know I'm, I'm worthy because of what he did, not what I did. Hey, I call my satara. Saul's eyes were blinded. Jesus was like, why are like, Why are you kicking against the pricks? Why are you rebellious? Why you keep running from the call? Why you keep hiding? And he, the Bible says he was blind, which meant without sight for three days. Then he sent a man of God there to, to pray for him, and the scales come off his eyes and he could see, and he was a changed man. And I'm going to pray today that when we pray, that we're going to be a changed man that there's something that's going to happen. It's, it's not just going to be a formula. Something that's going to happen where scales come off our eyes and we can see. This is one of my favorites. Moses' mother must have seen in the spirit. Because she obeyed authority. Because he said, put all the babies, the, the sons, in the, put the firstborns, put the sons in the water. He didn't tell her she couldn't have a basket though. So she obeyed the laws of the land and put her, put Moses in the water. But she put him in a basket. No natural eye. I mean, there's so many things that happened in my life. I couldn't see that. Because you're gonna be so, you're gonna be so scared <laughs> if they come and say, put your baby in the water, and we're gonna panic, but the Holy Ghost, God. The God of the universe showed her a better way. And she saved Moses so he could get so close to God that he could save us. That he could write the, new, the Bible. that he, I mean the Old Testament. Write the Ten Commandments. And lead the people into their promised land. Right on the verge of it. And then Joshua did the same. Joshua didn't lead the tabernacle. Joshua didn't lead the tabernacle. He didn't lead the presence of God. Abraham, why did he give his, his land to Lot? He already heard from God. God said, this is your land. You're, you're possessing this land. But he said, Lot, which one you want? Lot said, I want the greenest pasture. <laughs> Y'all ever met anybody like that? Give me the best. I, I don't serve. I don't wait. I, I got the best. I just, I'm the best kind of guy or girl. That's what Lot did. But Abraham already saw that God gave him the land, so he said, go ahead. So what happened? Lot gets in a battle, and he needs help from Abraham. I love it with Joseph. He's in the pit, and he saw in the spirit, part of his wife, he saw her motives, where she wanted him to be with her. And he's like, I can't. I can't sin against my God I care more about my relationship with God and you're just coming in for a one-night stand you're just coming in to get what you can from me but I care more about my relationship with God to do that and because of that he saw more and more because of that he could interpret dreams in the spirit because of that they put him over the whole house because of that he went forth And he saw more and more, which is what supernatural eyesight does for you. What did Jesus see? He saw you. Jesus saw you in the garden of Gethsemane. He saw me. We are his reward. And he saw when God tells you to fast or do something that you don't want to do or come lead the prayer and you be the one out there and everybody sees this because he's trying to get something to you. So look past the natural man. Look past of your fears. Look past all that and go forth and just do it. Somebody say, just do it. Hallelujah. To believe the unbelievable is supernatural eyesight. Did you know Arkansas, I was driving from somewhere, and it said Arkansas, the natural state. Holy Ghost said it's the supernatural state. He said, put super on that natural and start speaking it over your land. Supernatural state. Hallelujah. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Hosea, I'm almost done. What did he say? God said, marry that prostitute. Even though she was fixing to keep doing it to him, she fixing and go with all kinds of men. But what did it represent? God and the children of Israel. God wanted to show how much he loves Israel. It's how much Hosea loved Gomer. And he went and bought her when she's flat out sinning right in his face. He went and bought her back. He redeemed her just like Jesus Christ has done you and me. Amen. Amen. What about Noah? (laughs) Noah, how did Noah get to be the one saved on the ark? and his children, because he was a righteous man. The Bible says that he was the only righteous man. He was, you can be the only one and save the world. That's what he did. There was eight of them. He was the only one and saved the world. The Bible says he was righteous, and he found grace in God's sight because he walked with God. We want to talk about Enoch. He's no more because he walked with God. Somebody say, I'm going to walk with God. I'm going to stay in the spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Abraham could lead the people because he followed God. See, in the supernatural, you're able to see things other people can't see. And they'll think, you know, you'd be going one way. And Holy Ghost say, don't go to Monroe today. And then the natural man gets mad at you. You're always changing your mind. Well, Paul was headed somewhere, and Holy Ghost said, "Don't do it. Do not." And it makes you look like you're not keeping your word. But if Holy Ghost says, "Don't," he says, "Turn around. We got to turn around. We got to do what he says." So that's so against controlling people because they want everything in a box. Don't mess with my day. Don't mess with the order of my day. Don't do anything different. But if you're hearing God, things may be different. Someone may be walking up that you need to see on this other road. Something may God's wanting to use you. That's what's going on. He wants to use you. And if you're not in the right place at the right time, how can he? How can he? The goal of the supernatural is to see more, hear more, and do more. Not doing it in your flesh. Doing what you see. Jesus said I don't do anything I don't see my father do. I don't say anything I don't hear him say. Jesus is the king of kings. And he said I submit to my father's voice. I'm not going to do it if he's not with me. If he don't tell me. Thank you Jesus. We give you praise today Lord. We thank you. We thank you God for relationship. Did y'all get the gist of the message that you're going to see things according to your relationship with God? That's where you're going to see it. Brother Allen saw things. We were in prayer one day. We was up here years ago, and he saw a ladder with angels coming up and down, and he said, are they coming to get me? Can I go to heaven? I'm like, no, because you got to help me. You can't go yet. So he sees things. He sees things about the church. He sees things, and he comes and tells me. Some of them have been warnings, and I get in the spirit and pray about it. Some of them is, but they all are true. They all come to pass unless we pray that it don't come to pass. If it's something that we don't want to happen, God's given us warnings. So I believe people were praying yesterday that this church had electricity So Jackie could go on home, you know, to her, we could have that home going. So I'm going to get Prophet D, I'm going to get Pastor Robert to come help me. And we're going to lay hands on everybody that wants to get a breakthrough in your eyes so you can see in the spirit on another level. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed. In Jesus' name.